This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. You're listening to Radio Kidnappers, the voice of Hawke's Bay, and I'm Lynn Trafford presenting Rotary Wheels on behalf of the Rotary Club of Ahariri Sunrise in Napier. This program is kindly sponsored by Glenn's Pharmacy in Terradale. Glenn's Pharmacy for aged care aids such as walkers, trolleys, commodes, walking sticks, crutches and for incontinence aids. The friendly staff are available to offer personal, confidential assistance and advice. Glenn's Pharmacy, Terradale. With me in the studio today is fellow Rotarian Bruce Jinks from the Rotary Club of Terradale in Napier. I first met Bruce Jinks a few years back when visiting the Rotary Club of Te Awamutu, the club of my hometown. Bruce told me at that meeting that he and his wife had a desire to move to Hawke's Bay, and move they did. It is always interesting on rotary wheels to hear how clubs outside of Hawke's Bay function. It is a good way to learn from other Rotarians what is proven to be successful elsewhere and if we can emulate others to be of benefit to the Bay. With this in mind, I asked Bruce Jenks to join me on Rotary Wheels to discuss his membership of the Rotary Club of Stokes Valley to become the Rotary Club of Hutt River Valley and the Rotary Club of Te Awamutu. So, hello Bruce. Hi Lynn. It's good to have you with us in the studio today. I want to take you right back to when you joined Rotary. When did you join Rotary and where, please, Bruce? So, Lynn, I was um, under the age of 30. I might have been about 28, which is quite young when you join Rotary. Yep, it is. I was working for a bank, which was Trust Bank or Westpac Trust, which became Westpac again, in Stokes Valley. And Mm. I thought I'd better get to know some of these people in the business community. And Rotary has traditionally been a good way to do that, has it not? It has, but um, I found... um, Yes, business is there and there were retailers there, but more importantly, I found there were people who were interesting, diversified, and had the common good of the community, and social, having fun. And all those kinds of things sit comfortably, really, don't they? They do. Uh, When you think about life, it's not all business. No, that's right. You've got to have some fun in there as well. And in Rotary, we like to think that we are all like-minded people, but but we like the fun aspect as well. Mm. I mean, the club I joined was really innovative. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. First uh, woman president there was Rhea, about the the year after I joined, so very early on. And... um, it was broadly spread too. I mean, Stuart Wong, the local fruiterer, he invited me along. Um, and, you know, the supermarket owners, the chemists and all of those people, the builders, the fire service people, all of those people in the community uh, were a part of that club. You had a choice though. You didn't necessarily need to join Rotary. Why did you choose Rotary? To be honest, I was looking for the business referrals for banking. That was what ah, it was the about. Banking. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, often people will do that with Rotary. But to be honest, I would like to see more of that myself personally. Yep. But yep, yep. what you get out of Rotary is involvement in the community and helping others. And yep. surprisingly enough, that's a great feeling. 
You told me off air when we were chatting about all this that mm. your dad had a book with a rotary sticker oh. in it. Dad? What did Dad have and what did his sticker say? Mm. Now, Dad uh, came from Nelson, uh, more specifically up the back of Nelson, and uh, Tapawera uh, School was where he was at, and I think it might have been his last year of college or you know, they left in fourth form those days and got employed straight away. But there was a book in there, and on the inside cover uh, was presented to Neville um, in this book, and Rotary, the Rotary Club. So that's when I first saw, oh, this is Rotary, what's that about? And, of course, in those days we didn't have the internet, so I just thought, oh, well, that's Rotary, that'll be a club of some sort. But I got to know what Rotary was about. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, mm. it's funny, though. I quite like those wee stories because mm. others have... Exactly the same story. And I think it's a prime example of Rotary being involved with people and with the community. And sometimes we think about Rotary as being, you know, rich and money and all the rest of it, but that's not what's important. We're in, we're in this crisis at the moment. What it is about is connecting with people, being part of their lives, and being a strength to them. So if you think back to your first few meetings at mm. Rotary in Stokes Valley, how did you find the people there? You were looking for business and business connections. Did you get to that? I, I know you've got all kinds of people at that club, but did it give to you what you were looking for? I think it gave me something I wasn't looking ah, for. that's a water, Bruce. But I appreciated what I got. Okay. Um, there are diverse age groups, yes. uh, diverse professions, backgrounds. That was what it was about. And yes, they ran their own bar, and I got pretty much seconded into that straight away, so balancing money. And uh, I served as treasurer there a few times, of course, being involved with money. And let me tell you, being treasurer is possibly the worst job in any club. <laughs> I don't think many people volunteer for it, and often you find that the treasurer has been there for zonks yes. and is actually doing a job of excellence, and no one else wants to take it away mm. from them. So great and thus it happens, doesn't it, really? Mm. I want to also talk about some of the projects that you did right at the beginning there, before you took on areas of responsibility yourself. What sorts of things was the club running? They were very much involved in the community and their uh, flagship project, if you like, would have been the Christmas Parade. Ah, interesting one. Mm. And, you know, you think about Christmas parades, it involves so many other people in the community. Everybody has a bit of input from schools to clubs to businesses to the local fire brigade. Your Rotary Club providing the, uh, which was working with the retailers to be fair at the start, um, you know, providing the organisation and putting it all together. And you'd have the Mayor from Lower Hutt come in and various dignitaries for judging the floats. Um, and you'd have community entertainment. So if it's Highland dancing, harkers, you name it. It was the on. brass band. Yep, well, we did that one. Yeah, yes, they got set up on the back end of the truck, uh, being Christmas time. But yes, that's what it's all about. It it's is, the, isn't it's it? Being and, inclusive. and they take a lot of organising. Mm. They don't just happen, do they? No, they don't. And key to this sort of project is not uh, having one person very, very good at it. It's about having other people involved and knowing because, you know, Bruce falls over, the whole thing falls over. So yeah. sharing. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. And do they still do it, do you know? As far as I know, they do. And it's still rotary? Uh, yes, and um, 
when I moved to Tiawamutu, and I'm not sure if they were on Oh, no, we're yet. not going to talk about Tiawamutu yeah. just, just yet, because okay. I know what you're going to say. We'll say it in just a few minutes' time. I want to just stay here in Good. the Stokes Valley. One of the things you told me that they got involved with was a clean-up of the Hutt River. So Unfortunately, we need to do these kinds of things. So, yes, being involved in the clean-up of the Hutt River involved a lot of other people as well. Keep New Zealand yep. Beautiful Day, which we all know about. And, you know, people often just biff things out of the car and it's gone. Or the odd car ends up in the river. Yeah. Uh, those sorts of things. But yeah. aside from that, um, there was a project where a, a lot of youth uh, leadership turned up for to, to the valley on one day. So this was mm. organised nationwide. Um, and they would have a seminar in Wellington on for these leaders. So it could be anyone from a youth group to the volunteer fire brigade who's a young leader. And they would come to the valley and we would host them for the day. We would pick a street. So Rotarians and about 120-odd young leaders turn up. Um, and eight skip bins later, a lot of elbow grease. Uh, they put them in the, on the end of a chainsaw on a pole, which was quite dangerous, but... Hey, health and safety wasn't a big thing then. Um, <laughs> Just get the job done. Yeah, one of my endearing memories was one of our older Rotarian lawyers jumping up and down on top of one of the bins at 70-odd years of age trying <laughs> to compact it. So, yeah, it's a fun time. Doing things with other people, doing things with other clubs, it's what makes the world go round. It does. And to be honest, the most satisfying thing is stopping afterwards for a beer as a group in the local pub and just yep. saying, job well done. Yeah, chew the fat. Yep, that's Get to it. know each other a little bit. Yep. yep, and other people in the community see you as well. So, But also, those memories last. Some of those people will be in positions of management or responsibility today. Yes. And I bet when they drive past that Hutt River, they sometimes think, oh, you know, in 2004, I collected rubbish all day on that river. Mm. You know, they'll never forget it. Yeah, and I've found that too. I'm a bit of an outward-bound junkie, <laughs> having been there four times. But um, there's parts of uh, the Marlborough Sounds tracks I've built and parts of the Rumataka Forest Park tracks I've built too as holiday jobs. And you're right, you go past these things and you see the work. You remember them, You remember you? it, yep. Yep. You remember just about every nail or every piece of concrete that was mixed or whatever it was we were doing. Yes. Come 2011-2012, you are president-elect for your club. Why did you say you would do this? Because doing this means the next year you're going to be president. So it's not just one year being president-elect. It's kind of president-elect, president, immediate past president. One year turns into three, and you hadn't even realised you were going to go going to be up for three but yep. you were why did you say yes oh, i'm sure it was all the power and the glory oh power and glory <laughs> not at all <laughs> um one of the things oh, i dear. know about the club is that um the club doesn't work on one person never has and all these people put in the effort and what i encouraged was people to get on and do the same things they'd been doing and help them achieve so um it's my part to be a figurehead um I'd been secretary, I'd been treasurer, I'd worked on committees as directors um, and let people have their head and really have a go at things, make mistakes, carry on. They'll always do that. Um, but we have some great achievements come out of that, yes. 
in your clubs that you belonged to in the Wellington area, you belong to a different district of New Zealand to what we do here in Hawke's Bay. Our district is numbered 9930, mm-hmm. and we know it stretches right across the middle of the North Island. Yes. Your district, 9940, mm. what did it encompass? That's the lower part of the North Island, the Wellingtons up to the Kapiti Coast and such up to Wanganui and back across into the Wairarapa, so Palmerston North as well. And look, there's been some really great leaders of that district. Um, I w- often think of Pat Waite, for example, as a um, in his role in leading the district for a while, a uh, great Rotarian there. And there's many others as well who helped that district survive. And it's the same with 9930. There are many people at district level making this happen. For yes, us. absolutely. It doesn't just happen, kind mm. of like the Christmas parade. It You've is. got to work at it. Yeah. When we do president-elect training in the district that you now belong to, mm. in good times when we haven't got COVID, mm-hmm. we pop up to Auckland, to Waipuna Lodge, and do some training up there. In your year, where did you go for training? Same place. <laughs> yeah, you went up to Waipuna yep, Lodge? Yep, and um, that president-elect training, that sort of broadens your horizons in Rotary. All of a sudden you get to meet these people from around the Pacific uh, and New Zealand who are very interesting, very diversified, and are all got that same common goals that Rotarians have, and enjoyment, having fun, and doing good for the community. Yeah, it sort of sharpens up the focus as to what it's all about somehow, mm. doesn't it? And look, it's people in business too, so you do have those conversations yep, you do. and you pick up on things about business, so business is a part of Rotary. Yep, definitely. absolutely. That's how it started, how mm. it was founded, how it still is today. Comes time for your presidential year, so we're looking at 2012-2013. What special things did you want to achieve during the that year. Everyone starts out all sort of bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, but we're not going to change the world. We're just going to do some things a little bit different, aren't we? Yep, and I'd been around in Rotary for a while. Um, I knew nothing ever happens in one year. I didn't have a special project. Did you not? No, No. I mean, we had um, many projects going on, and it's about helping people um, celebrate Uh, what they do but one of our Rotarians Trevor he suggested we do a project called the Brainwave Trust fundraiser Um, now that um, we got all of the clubs from the Hutt Valley together an upper hut at the Cosy Club there which was brand new and um, Judy Bailey uh, was there as a guest speaker and the Brainwave Trust is about looking after those babies who end up with damage or brain damage and we were able to fundraise there. And you think, well, hey, this is just money. But no, it's laptops, models of brains, um, model babies to show, things like that, good practical things that they needed. So that's the Wairarapa, Kapiti Coast, Wellington, the Hutt Valley. So I'm quite proud of all of the club presidents and all of those clubs and members. And it was astounding on that night to see the club trusts turn up and give whole laptops, things like that, that all came together for the greater good of the Brainwave Trust. And um, Judy Bailey is a great um, patron for them, so Judy Bailey is a great 
patron for them and she was very entertaining on the night and we had lots of fellowship and had a good cause. It's nice to do something just from time to time when you hold hands, isn't it? It is, it is. Like our Rotary Pathways. We wouldn't have done that if it was just one club saying, we want to build a pathway. That's an excellent example, and Mm -hmm. that's why, to me, Rotary is not one club, and not me. It is many clubs coming together. So we look at that president-select, we look at that project, we look at projects like the pathway here. It is the clubs coming together to do things. It is, and that's why it works, Mm. and that's why it works so much better when we all join hands and do things like that. Were there other things that happened in that presidential year or round about that time? So the Rotary Club, of I mean, we changed our name, of course, the year before. Um, That fairly represented the 70-odd percent of the club who were not living or working in Stokes Valley, so that says a lot for the fellowship of the club. Yep. It's an old-fashioned word, but... That's true. Oh, we all know what it means, though. That's good. Um, and so we we ended up changing our name to, uh, you know, River Valley Rotary Club, but we were forced to say Hut River Valley. Yep. Naming protocols, we begrudgingly did that. But then Western Hut was winding up uh, their club, and we'd met with them a few times. And so we were able to take on board members from that club and take on board some of their projects as well. The Tony Fair... Yes, they I like invo- that one. That's were, one of my faves. Yep, they were yep. involved with that, and we'd help them with the um, disaster tent packages um, yes. and displaying those and fundraising on the day. And even in you know Martinborough, at the Martinborough Fair, we'd be there uh, fundraising as well. So they brought on something extra to our club that we didn't have. And then when it came to the Christmas parade, we had a whole bunch more people involved as well. Exactly, and that's important, isn't it? Gosh, it's so hard if you haven't got enough hands. And a lot of credit to Malcolm Bell, who was the president that year for a short while till he handed over the chain and the bell. Um, (laughs) Excuse the pun. Um, No pun there. But it's a team effort. It is. And very much uh, for my presidential year, it was about everybody in the team doing their thing and highlighting what they do because we all get the better success. Absolutely, absolutely we do. It comes pretty much to the end of your presidential year and it's time for you and your wife to move. Yes. So you shifted, you went to live in Te Awamutu and to work in Hamilton. How was the Te Awamutu Club different from Hutt Valley? There's a lot of retired farmers. Yeah, farmers. I mean, that's the difference, isn't it, really? um, Farmers. But but then you're looking at... um, professionals from the hospital and uh, surgeons, oral surgeons and things like that. So there's lots of different people involved. Um, And, you know, the reason we moved into Te Awamutu is on a Monday morning, that place is just humming. You wouldn't think it would be, but it is. It is a very vibrant and active community. And their club also reflected that to me. Yeah, it does. I I quite like visiting them. Mm. Um, Not everyone tells me they're going to shift to Hawke's Bay, as you did. However, it's quite nice for me it's going home, of course. And so I see people that, in some instances, I've known since I went to primary Mm. school. So it's quite comfortable. And I, I would... I would like to retire to Hawke's Bay, but Lynette's a, um, my wife is a local Hawke's Bay girl, um, being Hastings born and bred, and we were planning to head this way, and the opportunity came up in the paper uh, with the local firm, and 
Lynette said, and there you go. that's you, that's your job, and being a good, dutiful <laughs> partner, I said, okay. And, <laughs> and I want went. to go to Hawke's Bay, so you have yeah, to come yes, too. Yeah. You started to say some minutes ago uh, you were going to refer to the Christmas parade in mm. Te Awamutu. I know that's what you yes. were going to refer to. But having had such a successful one in Hutt Valley, mm. the Christmas parade in Te Awamutu was a bit of a doozy waiting to happen, wasn't it? It was, and... For the Rotary Club, which may have participated in the past while I was there, I'd suggested to them that perhaps that was a good platform that we could do. So um, their children, grandchildren and floats. So, um, yes, we got involved with that. And I heard afterwards that they'd been good Rotarians, been involved with managing it now. Mm. Yeah, and they're enjoying it still, I know, because I remember reading the publicity about it at Mm. the end of 2021. They still had their Rotary Christmas parade. There comes a time for you to make the shift to Hawke's Bay. You joined the Rotary Club of Napier, which is a lunchtime meeting. And as it turns out, it was not actually really going to work for you because you gained employment in Hastings and going to Rotary Mm. at lunchtime turned out to be not such a good thing for you to do so in the end off to Terradale you go and you join the Rotary Club of Terradale how about now a commercial for your club when do you meet and where please Bruce so Terradale Club meets on Thursday nights at the Terradale Hall at 5.30 for a bit of fellowship uh, a meal and a guest speaker in the evening you told me that one of the things you said to the Rotary Club of Taradale that you were going to ask for no positions of responsibility. But here you are again, 2021-2022 year, your president-elect. I don't know how didn't that work, happened. Didn't work, did it, Bruce, really? It, it didn't. How did that happen? Well... You have to step up and do your part, don't you? Again. Oh, yes. Again. I know they're a good bunch of people and they do good things and I can rely on the support of my fellow Rotarians to keep the club ticking over and doing good in the community. So tell me about the Rotary Club of Taradale. How did you find the members there? Are they an eclectic mix like you had at Hutt Valley? Or is there a strain through it like the farmers in Te Awamutu? What are Uh, they like? So, Lynn, there are there are the farmers in amongst it all, but there is variety. Um, you're looking at diversity within that club. Yes. All right. So and what sorts of things are we doing at the moment at that club? So I would like to see more businesses involved in Rotary. So in my year, I do want to see more uh, business people come along in partnership up with Rotary. We're uh, good at... In, from the Taradale, from the Taradale, that yes, sort of area, area over there. We can help them quite a bit. Yep, um, we can. Yeah. Yep. And it's about supporting people. And in these times, it's not about the money. It's about supporting people to achieve their goals and supporting others in the community. And sometimes you just have to ask, don't you? You do? Why aren't you a member of my club? Like you were asked and mm. I was asked, why aren't you a member of my club? We yes. need people like you to mm. come along and, and participate, join in, it be part of. the next generation coming along, doing there it is. in their way, and that's what we understand. And we always say we, we never run out of people, do we really? No. There's plenty of them out there. So mm. where do you see the future for your club? The Rotary Club of Taradale, where's it going? Well... It could be another merger with another club. It could be going on to even more strength in numbers and projects. I don't see it disappearing. 
uh, is so much ingrained in the fab- fabric of the local yeah. community. It's been there for over 60 years now. I can't it recall has. when it turned 60. I just recall going to the birthday party. Two years ago, three years ago, something like mm. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's been around a long time. It's still it, in town. It has, and it's still got much to do with the local community. Mm. Thank you, fellow Rotarian Bruce Jinks, President-elect for the Rotary Club of Taradale and Napier. Thank you for being my guest on Rotary Wheels. If you think that contributing to your local community via Rotary is something you would like to check out, start with a Google search of the Rotary Club of Taradale. Or, if a breakfast meeting might suit you better, Google the Rotary Club of Ahereri Sunrise. If all of this is too hard, just phone Radio Kidnappers. To learn more about Rotary on the international stage or Rotary's work in Oceania, there is much online that you can access. Please join me every Monday morning just after the 10 o'clock news to meet another interesting Rotarian from your local community. I'm Lynn Trafford. This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.